This is Keyshawn Rains, the host of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains, where amazing things happen. A series of past the collection plate style conversations with a Creole, queer, femme, yogi, mom, coach, author, and of course, podcast host with a nomadic soul, a quirky sense of humor, and an activator of empowerment. These conversations are just a chance for me to speak on ways to be mindful in a mindless world. Stories are shared, folks are empowered, inspired, and impacted to be more phenomenal versions of themselves through simple conversations about complex like love, life, and the pursuit of being real. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is from the archives. As I went into the end of 2019, I continued recording the podcast while we were on the road, while we were packing up the apartment, while we were preparing to return back to California. And then, of course, we got to California and about 28 days later, the contagion hit and our whole world started to change. I wanted to make sure that these amazing conversations that I got the privilege of having with, for lack of a better word, just some dope ass creatives didn't get lost in the archives of the podcast. So what I've been doing over the last couple of weeks is going through and editing and listening to and pulling out some of what I consider to be some of the most valuable conversations that I got to have as 2019 came to a close. Today's conversation is with a lovely human being. She goes by the name of Jametta Rose. And this conversation was recorded at the end of 2019. And I left that conversation with such a sense of renewal and empowerment and appreciation for who she is as a person. Since that time, I got to meet her in real life once we got to Los Angeles. And also since that time, Jametta's mother transitioned. And I want to just honor her mother in this moment. I want to honor Jametta for her strength, for her resilience, and for her open and loving heart. Jametta Rose is an artist of many kinds. She is the curator of Voices of Creation, which is a soulful choir. If you have not got a chance to experience them, please do so. So I invite you today to get comfortable. Take a couple of long, deep, cleansing breaths. Sit back and enjoy another conversation. So let's, uh, let's dive in. I'm going to start with um, giving you the mic, so to speak, and give you a chance to introduce yourself to the listeners, share your name, where you're from, and what you stand for. Hi, my name is Jametta Rose. I am from Los Angeles, California. Um, I stand for love. I stand for black excellence. I stand for divine feminine energy rising to its rightful place on the planet and within the cosmos. And, um, and I, I intend to use this life of mine 
to uh, magnify those principles through music, through words, through visuals, however I can, whatever little thing I can do with my life to um, bring attention and glorification to black excellence, divine feminine energy, love and joy, and that being our natural state. um, That's what I'm going to do. So Mm. I feel like um, I've been discovering more of myself through my artistic journey. I used to think that I was um, a singer or a writer, and I used to think that things had to be very separate. But as I have grown and am maturing in my artistry and just in my living, I've seen that. Like, no, I'm just going to do whatever, whatever I have a talent in, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to use that to put more energy into uh, uplifting women, uplifting Black people. That's like my first primary focus because I'm a black woman and I'm a um, um, I'm black and I'm a woman, but mm-hmm. I'm a human being and I care about us all. And so I want us all to know that we are naturally programmed for love, naturally programmed, naturally programmed for tolerance of each other. And 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 um, this fear of being rejected causes us to reject so many other people mm-hmm. and not empathize with the fact that we all want to be accepted. And so, like, I just want to um, be I just want to be me. Um, it's a it's amazing freedom. That's one of the freedoms and liberties we do still enjoy here in, in America, uh, despite uh, the politics and the um, mm-hmm. racism is that we can be ourselves and and being yourself is a revolutionary act because um, everyone else is out here being carbon copies for the most part are mm-hmm. being super edited versions that they edit by what their job says is okay what their peers say are okay what what tv says well just imagine someone who's not Uh, who's trying their best to not do that. And then you will have a kind of glimpse into how I live my life. And what I think about the revolutionary act of living your life that way is that um, it doesn't take you to change everyone's mind, Mm -hmm. but if you can really change yourself and show how that, that those changes will show through your actions, through your deeds, through whatever, and people will start to want to imitate you. And when they come Mm -hmm. and want to imitate you, you can tell them, I haven't been imitating anyone. I have been digging within myself. And so it's like a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a way of leading by example and of hoping people will follow, but of not being really concerned if they don't, because, Mm -hmm. um, my job is just to be here, just to be here, uh, um, witness what's going on around me and be witnessed. And then I'll be gone just like the rest of us. That's how the story goes. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make sure that while I'm here, I'm witnessing and being witnessed as what I feel is my authentic truth. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm out here. I love that. That's what I'm talking about. That is, see, that's why, this is why I do this podcast. Um, there's you know no shortage of podcasts or media out there and i think what drew me to create this was to create the space for conversations like this to happen just natural conversations to take place and that whoever listens to it is able to take something from it an inspiration a motivation some sense of empowerment an educational experience a creative experience no matter what and what i love about Whenever I have a guest on, and this is actually maybe the first time that I'm really being able to have a conversation with them, I'm immediately reminded 
by their very first answer as to why. <laughs> and why, so yeah, why I, you do it? Yeah, why I do it? You know, it's like, oh yeah, this is why. <laughs> this is why I do this. And what what I love about your answer is that you touched on so many different things that I think a lot of people can relate to, particularly people that are creatives. I think that when you're a creative, when you're an artist, you typically find like one medium, whether it's early in life or whenever you kind of discover your creative juices, you find one medium, whether it's, you know, uh, performance art, like Mm -hmm, singing, mm -hmm, music, mm -hmm. dancing or whatever. And you kind of just stick with that. Mm -hmm, And that's mm -hmm. like, this is the thing that I do. And then I become a professional at that. So the idea of like picking up another medium or another form of expression is like outside of your scope. So I like that you said that as you're growing as an artist you're recognizing the value of using all of your gifts and all of your talents and not leaving any undiscovered or, you know, or untouched or unexpressed, which I think is really dope. Yeah. I think that's really dope. Cause when I asked um, Damio, I was like, so tell me about Jametta. Like other than what I see on social media, she's like, she's a singer first thing out of her mouth. And I was like, okay, singer. But then Mm -hmm. as I'm listening, I'm like, it sounds like there's a lot more going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it, how did you first start getting into um, expressing yourself as an artist? Is this something you did when you were a child or where did this come from? Oh, yeah. I mean, according to my mom, I was I was born <laughs> crying and then I started singing and the doctor, I started humming and the doctor like patted my butt and I started humming. Mm. And she was like, you know, that sounds like a song. And my mom is tone deaf. So she was like, I think the baby can sing. <laughs> so I've been expressing since I came here. Okay. But yeah, since I came here, I came here for this. But um, like actively pursuing it since I was probably like 10, mm-hmm. 12, just writing songs, trying to get into talent shows, the beat uh, it, before it was uh, when it was 92.3 to beat. I remember 92.3 back in the day. With Theo. Yeah. yeah. And they used to have Summer Jam. And girl, I thought I wanted to open at Summer Jam. I had my homegirl. <laughs> we went to St. Michael's Elementary. And I had my homegirl, April. I'm like, girl, we need to practice this. Uh, it was a, uh, well, it was it Changing Faces. Mm-hmm. It was one of them I demo songs. I'm like, girl, we can sing. <laughs> we can sing. We can, we sing can at do Summer it. <laughs> So I've been writing songs and singing since I, since before I can remember. But mm. I'm just happy that I didn't um, believe a lot of the things I, I came upon across the way. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really proud at this point of the uh, sheer focus, determination, and audacity of my spirit. Because mm. I never said I needed to stop wanting to be a singer because I didn't see plus-size girls singing or because mm-hmm. I didn't see nappy-haired black girls being giving no love you know I didn't Mm -hmm. say oh man everybody's starting to look white and everybody getting skinny and man maybe it's not for me I just can't sing it was like well I'm not gonna sing with them (laughs) right it was like sing over here right in this other place (laughs) I'm right yeah it never was like I want to give up and and Mm. looking back I think that that is the the like the real thing that people need to keep is just the audacity of the spirit to even come is Mm. is very it's, it's very audacious to be like I am you know, yes. and then to follow that with what, you know, to, to follow that sentence with what you are is that's audacity because like most people wait to be told what they are. Yeah. And so growing up in L.A. where uh, where the music industry and the movie industry is right here. And mm-hmm. so we have all the 
uh, superficial aspects of creating art mm-hmm. right in your face. You know, it's not it's not far away. It's right here. Uh, so I've been to the auditions where I was not the right look. I've mm-hmm. been told to darken up my image and be more sexual or you know it's just this is what you need and it's like Mm -hmm. I'm just happy I never believed them and I'm happy that I found that what I needed was always within me Mm -hmm. and um and and for me, I feel like being able to tell you that and potentially your listeners is is what I gained from those experiences because that's what people need to be reminded of you you don't have to play the game anyway they call it a game and it's like you know I I I disagree with that vernacular Mm -hmm. about it because it's not they're not playing when they make you mute yourself Mm -hmm. they're not playing when they make you fit into a box that they are stereotypically giving to us as our as our natural image you know they're not playing when they're trying to make you into uh, a stripping rapper or a a drug dealing uh, rapper or Mm -hmm. it's just all these exploited stereotypes especially within the black community that I just was like I'm not gonna be the oversexed man still leaving me can't never find a man and that's what I'm singing about I want to sing about my people I want to sing about I want to sing about love. I want to sing about faith and, and do it in a creative way to where people still think it's a bop or still think it got a, a, a jam to it or a vibe to it, but they don't mind mm-hmm. hearing the truth. The truth does not need to be watered down or replaced by uh, um, a, co- a, a copy, a drum machine copy. Like, nah, man, make people feel from their hearts. And so... Mm-hmm. For me, um, that's what this whole journey is about. And the the only times that I've ever doubted my path or felt unsure, Mm -hmm. the last three years have been rough in like staying focused and staying committed. But it was Mm -hmm. just because I was I was um, uh, counting my successes or my gains Mm -hmm. um, against what people told me they should have been. And Mm -hmm. also. And also forgetting why I did this. Like, people like, you should have made it by now. And then you start mm-hmm. feeling like, damn, I should have made it. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, my rent not really paid. I'm, I'm struggling out here. Mm-hmm. I don't got a car. I'm mm-hmm. fucking taking a bus to work or whatever the fuck it is. You know, mm-hmm. whatever is difficult in your life. When people come to you and tell you that you should have been something else or mm-hmm. why haven't you made it? And you know you're doing the work and you really don't know why. Right. You start to be discouraged. And so I was real discouraged for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I got quiet because I was like, well, it's not like I'm going to just stop singing because I don't I really don't know what else to do with right. myself. And it's not from a standpoint of not being able to do anything else, which mm-hmm. that's a blessing. I, I have a, a keen intellect. I can learn new occupations. I can mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not about that. It's right. about I'm here on this planet for this and like whether or not these people or these entities that I see as powerful or whatever choose to help me Mm -hmm. be here on this planet for this I'm here on this planet for this and so I had to just take out all the the expectations and really figure out why I do music and why I create and I realized it had nothing to do with making it or, or being the next uh, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston or like those people were all very um, inspirational. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, Whitney mm-hmm. Houston, Nina Simone. But like, I'm not going to be them. Mm, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be me. So like, what does that mean? I had to sit down and just stop playing. I stopped playing shows for a minute. 
Okay. Started writing some songs and recording with like musicians in Chicago and mm-hmm. different places. And they were just like, man, you know, you might be surrounded by uh, talented friends in mm-hmm. LA that's not telling you how valuable your talent is because like mm. we would love for you to just come here all the time. And I'm like, wow, like maybe that's the case, but also like maybe, maybe I'm going about this the wrong way. I was mm. like, I've, I've had this thought and this idea mm-hmm. of starting a choir and it was a whimsical idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't feel like something I could uh, ever do. Um, I don't read music but I write music, um, mm-hmm. not just lyrics and melodies. I, I write instrumental parts, too. Mm. And so I just have to hum them out. But if you play them, mm-hmm. it's, it's there. And then we'll have a song. And so I found musicians that were willing to do that with me, um, namely Jack Maybe, okay. um, the organist that I met um, while doing higher last year at Grand Performances. Dexter Story mm-hmm. uh, did a tribute to Sly Stone. And Jack maybe was the organ player, and mm-hmm. you know the organ always take you to church. So I'm like every hey, time, man. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey man, like, what would you would you like be down if I started a jazz choir? And he was wow. like, jazz choir. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like not necessarily gospel. And because he's a gospel playing uh, organist, mm-hmm. I had to make sure he was not uh, close to right. the to the idea of doing non-traditional music and so he's like yeah he's like that sounds exciting I have a jazz rendition of Alleluia or something I'm like Mm. well I have some songs like Mm -hmm. I'm like I have some songs I have to flesh them out with you Mm -hmm. but um I have some covers that are I've rearranged and I have some originals he's like no I would love to well I was still still depressed um Mm -hmm. at the time but I was, but that's what I mean about the audacity of your spirit. Cause like, exactly. See, I wasn't in a space where I could work on that yet, but I was still being like, well, would you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you but, would do a choir if I started Right. One? If I went and, with it. Right. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I would. And I'm like, okay. And girl, that was like in August or July. And okay. uh, I called Jack back in January. Um, okay. Ready to work. I was ready. I finally had got in my my spirit in a space where I could build something because like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, to, to manifest something from nothing. You really, really have to believe in it. And yes. so if, <laughs> if you're in a low space or like, it's just not a good time to start, just get yourself feeling better so yep. you could do it. And so that's what I did for those uh, months is just went through the Valley, you know, and mm-hmm. I started to see, the strength in myself and I started to see the light on the other side like okay mm-hmm. maybe I should just everything I'm pushing up against I was trying to finish my solo record which I'm still trying to finish because you know okay um it's on my own resources and I'm a receptionist um, mm-hmm. as well as an artist and so my receptionist job was not paying for the hours and for the musicians to finish mm-hmm. this record and I was just like okay I got to put that on hold but Jack was like, come to the house. We can start tracking these songs. And so here we are. Wow. Nine months or 11 months later. And we, uh-huh. we've, we've completely started that choir um, on the timeline that I envisioned, too. Mm-hmm. Um, in January, when we met, I said that we would start uh, teaching the songs by May or April. Okay. okay. we did start teaching. No, March or April. And we started teaching the songs by April. And mm-hmm. I had a choir. I had a choir by April. I had 15 people willing to sing. Wow. 
And um, I taught them all the songs and Jack played and um, out of those numbers, uh, one was a saxophone player that sings, one was Mm -hmm. a piano player that sings. So we don't just have a vocal chorus. We have a um, whole um, choral arrangement with um, backing musicians. A lot of people think it's just us singing and that would be powerful enough. But Mm -hmm. no, like we have uh, organ, piano, percussion. Mm And I'm trying to keep the saxophone element because I was really inspired by Pharrell Sanders and Rasan Roland Kirk's mm-hmm. Vibration Society, just old jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, back before they were calling themselves jazz musicians, Rasan Roland Kirk was one of the, uh, him and Nina Simone were both very heavily quoted saying that jazz wasn't, wasn't jazz. Jazz mm-hmm. was black classical music and they should call mm-hmm. it as such as because such. they were yeah. Yeah, they weren't giving it its proper title to mm-hmm. uh, to take a, away from us another creation, but because right. um, jazz now look at it like what it's it has become something that's yeah, it's become it's it's become a genre that's been dissected and mutated in a lot and of ways mutated and like muted and yeah muted and muted in a lot yeah of ways. exactly and yeah. taken away from the black youth in, mm-hmm. in every way in, in every, every way. way like right. I'm so happy that. Um, I found Sarah Vaughn's voice and Billie Holiday's voice and Nina Simone's voice, but mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily because of my school. Mm-hmm. And I went to Hollywood Performing Arts School. Mm-hmm. So you would have thought that they would have exposed me to my own culture, mm-hmm. but they exposed me to great things. I was exposed to Broadway. Mm-hmm. I was expo- exposed to musical theater at Hollywood High. So it gave me other, other um, like, weapons in my arsenal I I know all that 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 helps me to I've written a musical myself with friends before I've like so all of that was was something but they Mm -hmm. didn't give me Nina they didn't give but Nina gave me herself you know Mm -hmm. and that's what I mean about us as uh specifically black creators just Mm -hmm. having to get away from this idea of making it and get back to the idea of making culture yeah I guess that's my biggest point is that I want to make culture and so with this choir I think I've finally been able to make something that um, has no ego because I feel like the ego is a tricky thing. It's what you need to be bold enough to step out and do it, but it also can be the thing that trips you up every step of the way. And so with this group, this choir, I'm able to keep my... um, my own ambitions in line like some of the Mm -hmm. depression that I was feeling was because like people were saying I hadn't made it but when it Mm -hmm. becomes more about making culture and about making um making truth come to light Mm -hmm. watching these songs work in in the people's lives that are directly in this choir but then watching how we affect an audience when we sing to them is just proof that that spirit and God and music is um, real, whether mm-hmm. it's being used correctly or not on this plane right now. And I'm just here to uh, be an example of what I feel like is its right usage, which is to reprogram us, um, to mm-hmm. believe in our strengths, to to sing our affirmations to ourselves so that mm-hmm. we can manifest a different reality around ourselves. And that is the truth of the word and yeah. that is the the ultimate power of music is word to music can build walls it, yes. it's not a imaginary mm-hmm. thing and i've right. i've seen it built this choir i remember how i'm i manifested this and so i'm just mm-hmm. going to continue to um believe in the power of spirit and mm-hmm. the power of divine alignment 
and not the powers that be not right. you know every, everything will come and I mean it, it it is definitely a challenging road I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that um it's all peaches and cream you know I, I would definitely mm-hmm. enjoy more uh financial security if you will but of course if that was something that were um a dog running down the street, it would be like you was running on a treadmill and he was a step ahead of you and you was just never going to catch that dog. So it's like, so don't chase the dog. It's like, right. right. you know, I'm like, nah, don't chase the money. Like really figure out your why so that they can't take you off path. Because uh, for so many of us, the why ends up being underlined by money because we need it. You know, the way that we built this system, we definitely do need currency. Mm -hmm. But, but um, but our 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 mind, our our thoughts, our currency too, and like if we just get better at cultivating those thoughts and using our words to speak with people um, that are also doing that, mm-hmm. it's no telling how much abundance you can bring your way. Like without any kind of you know false sense of self being mm-hmm. enacted, or mm-hmm. it, it's just amazing how the the world is made to work right. And like we're just we're just kind of doing it in all these other ways. It's almost like if you didn't know the tree was gonna flower and right. bring you fruit every spring or mm-hmm. every harvest, and then you start just cutting down the tree and mm-hmm. making fire. Yeah. You know, you're gonna make fires, you like we warm, but next but next year you're not gonna We're even starving. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you respecting the natural way that these things go, I feel like is um is definitely scary, but that's what faith is about. And right. like when you start reading about, you can only be blessed according to your beliefs. If you never test your beliefs, you never stretch your beliefs, you mm-hmm. never make them real strong like Teflon. You're not right. getting nothing. Right. The, the way you get it is to 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 actually go out into nothing. You yep. go out into the blackness. It's nothing there, and then mm-hmm. you realize a step appeared under your foot, and you're like, wow. Mm. that's how you build faith mm-hmm. anything else is not faith no it's, it's, it's not. what somebody told you that you choose to believe in but faith mm. faith is knowing yes right and I know the spirit supports what I'm doing now and and it's a it's a much better space to be in than when I was doubtful and, and looking mm. for um uh, looking for my approval right. ratings from my uh, friends and peers and the internet or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was really, that was a, a, a depressing place to be in. Mm-hmm. And, and now that I know, I know that spirit is flowing through me to me and as me, mm-hmm. I can infect that in so many people. Cause I yes. know it. It's not something I just think I yep. know it. I really believe it's true about you. I believe it's true about Daniel. Like I believe it's true mm-hmm. about every single person that that's how spirit works. Right. And so even that is just an infectious yes. feeling, Absolutely. you know, that. And so that's what I mean about just being. And then when you get some knowledge, knowledge is different than a belief a belief is something somebody told you so like Mm -hmm. when you get some knowledge you Mm -hmm. feel different about knowledge knowledge makes you very excited because you know I'm gonna take this step and then something's gonna support me and I'm gonna take this step and by the time I finish walking this path I'm gonna have a whole house yes built around that's me. where I'm at built, that just, around that built around me that I don't have to go out like you said and chase it and I think that's 
that's part of what strays people away from the faith that they're rooted in is I got to go over there and get it. I got to go over there and chase it or, Oh, I missed it. Or, Oh, somebody else got mm-hmm. it. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. You know, it's the idea. It's I, the idea that people get to remind themselves that the abundance of this universe is vast. It's limitless, yeah, which it's means there's, it's beyond our imagination. So with that, there's a limitless capacity for everybody to fully manifest every single desire of their heart, every yeah. single you know dream that's imagined in their mind, and to give themselves that that manner of thinking <laughs> is um it mm-hmm. takes it takes it takes some time, like you said earlier. It takes some it's some reprogramming, some reframing of the thought because it's very. I mean, we've been influenced obviously and programmed by the world and the society that we live in, and mm-hmm. I think that what I see happening right now, specifically for Black folks, is a remembering of these these belief systems that maybe no longer served us and i and identifying ourselves and aligning ourselves with the belief systems that are actually the real ones not the game not the superficial shit but the real stuff the root of things and i think that the more that we let ourselves recall those pieces of wisdom that the the easier it gets in a lot of ways you know and you can kind of look back and say wow a year ago i was just thinking about building this choir a year oh, ago well, i was girl, just thinking I, about it, it <laughs> uh, i'm sorry go no ahead. go ahead no go ahead i and, discovered that i had been thinking about that choir though for longer than i even knew it was a choir like mm, so i yep. started finding prayers because i write my prayers down when i'm being diligent when i'm not being diligent i don't but i write mm-hmm. them down uh, mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm on point okay and um and so i can go back and read them so that they can be prayers yep. for um just for another day, like you could read yep. your prayers, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I used to always put uh, a, praying for me as a note in the chorus of creation. I used to talk mm. about the chorus of creation, and now I've started this choir called the Voices of Creation. And like, I intend to teach these songs to the world. Mm. It's not about it being a performance group. That's great. We're gonna have that aspect of it, mm-hmm. and we will record. But ultimately, I would like to make us. Um, musical ambassadors of uh, song mm. and 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 love and peace, but we would go and teach these songs to remote locations and make choirs there. Wow. Is my is what I would like to do. And yes. make choirs all around the world, like the chorus of creation. I really would like to. Uh, they they did it with Christianity. They went around the world giving they us did. ideas, and mm-hmm. so I would like to go around the world giving some other tools. Since mm. they think that they have given us some tools with faith. Well, mm-hmm. here are some tools with faith. And like, see what happens when you sing. Things are getting better and better. And when I wrote yes. that song, shit was real messed up. Mm. But things have continued and progressively gotten better and better. And it's still not all the way right yet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I can tell that I have already manifested that things are getting better and better. And so that's one of the songs I wrote with the choir. And mm-hmm. to see the the babies, like people in the choir got kids mm-hmm. to see the babies sing that things are getting better and better. Things I'm just like, yes, 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 yes baby. <sighs> things are getting better and better. And it's going to just keep on going. And that's, that's the excitement I feel. Mm, <laughs> and it's I hard love to that. tell everybody about that excitement. No, I love you know? that. And it's so, and it, but it's so real because I mean, you know, you think about music, it's a, for me, you know, like 
like Fela Kuti, like music is a weapon, you know, it's yes. like, this is, this is a weapon against depression, against fear, against anxiety. This is a weapon that is designed to overcome. It's the overcomer of overcomers. And I think that music is such, it's in us, particularly black folks, it's in our DNA, it's in our mm-hmm. blood. And so when you mm-hmm. insert affirmative thinking and you insert you know, manifestive mindset, when you insert all these other natural lessons that we need into music, hell yeah, it's going to start to create some change and it's going to create shifts and it's going to create newness for people. And when you, I just talked to a friend about this the other day, it's one thing to just write down your affirmations. It's another thing to say them out loud, but to to sing them. Oh my God. I mean, talk about accelerating the process. You know what I mean? Like, let me speed this shit up a little bit because manifestation. And I'm a dance. And I'm a dance. And I'm a dance. I'm going to use all pieces of my expression that I can do from this body. I'm going to exercise every part of me so that I can let everybody out there in the ancestral realm and the spiritual realm, universe, all y'all need to know this is what I'm bringing into my life right now. Yeah, and, and, we're and still I'm ready here. for it. And we're still here. Right. Exactly. Yep. And we're still here yep. because, you know, it's 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 not I mean, this is a common experience that a lot of people are having. And I think what's great is that people like yourself are willing to stand on their platform and share their story and share their truth and share their experience and say, like, I know I see you. And I think yeah. that we need that so much, especially when it comes to our the next generation. You know, I have an 18-year-old son now. And, oh. you know, he's an artist and creative and his his medium is film right now. Girl, he the wants to create person in the choir is 19. They they are different. They are different breed. They're a different breed. Yes. They really are they, different. They are. They're, they're very sensitive too. Yes, they are. Very sensitive very and very sensitive. receptive. You know what uh-huh. I mean? They're super receptive, super um empathic in a lot of ways and that yes. I think is their it's their strength if they can identify the best way to, to sharpen it you know what I mean right, to recognize right. this is how it can serve me but um but yeah no this is good girl I could talk to you for like three days um so Yay. for the sake of the podcast I'm right, going to, right. like, I'm gonna... to move to the next question <laughs> no, this, is, this is good though this is good this is good stuff I'm over here taking notes no this is good stuff um Time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. What I like to do is uh, I do this thing on the podcast where it's called Complete the Sentence. And it's really just a way for listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. And you've shared so much already about some of your journey and some of your story and have done so courageously and vulnerably. And I appreciate that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw some sentence prompts out there for you and you're just going to complete the sentence. So the first one is, um, I am happiest when 
I am happiest when I am singing mm. or doing hot yoga <laughs> or at the top of my hike over in Griffith Park. I really love that. But I think I really am happiest when I'm just dipping my little, it's almost like dipping my fingers through just the beauty of life. Like, mm. so wherever I'm at, you know, when mm-hmm. I'm singing, that's what I feel like I'm doing. But like, I've had amazing times traveling. I meet so many people. um, And and like, I feel like that love that you feel with strangers is real too. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's a real sweet feeling. It's like this new, this newness. And, um, and it's a a beautiful thing to see that people, people don't really believe in love around the world. Mm. And so to meet, to meet people and they're like, wow, they're excited. And you're like, yeah, I think I'm happiest when I'm spreading joy. I'm just like, you yeah, know, yeah. love and joy is real. Yes, it is. <laughs> Those other things keep me able to spread the joy, like singing, mm-hmm. doing the yoga. But like, really, I just like talking to people, give them a hug, like, okay, mm. well, this is cool. And then they <laughs> listen to me too. And then it's just like, it's a beautiful thing to be here together. Cause we could be here. We could be like we are in our minds. Yeah. Which is by ourselves, you know? Right. But we aren't a, a by ourselves thing. And no. so even though we all get on each other's nerves sometimes, I know it's a way for us to all be here together because we all here. And mm. it's, a, um, it's a way for us to be here harmoniously in valuing the fact that we all, we all have that same desire of being accepted, understood. You, you know, whenever I meet people, like mm-hmm. one guy after a show um, said, thank you for remi- telling me I had a soul. Was a white guy at this show, and it made me realize how much work was to be done. Mm -hmm. Because who knows how how much? Who knows what kind of like shame or or um, pain Mm -hmm. um, um, a liberal thinking or like progressive thinking white person is feeling. That man might not think he had a soul. I don't know why he didn't think he had a soul. But he was very grateful to me for telling him he did. That he did. Yeah. You know, it's like you never know. And which is why showing up, you know, fully and wholly, like you said, being yourself is a revolution in itself. Showing up as your whole self creates revolutions for other people. You know, it's like, oh shit, I didn't even know that was a possibility, you know, to be my whole self. Wow, look at this other person doing that. Um, and then when you think about it mm-hmm. in terms of melanin. Yeah. And they call our music soul music. Yeah. And he said he didn't think he had a soul. He didn't think he had you soul. really realize mm-hmm. the work that is to be done. And Absolutely. Uh, uh, and maybe some of the reasons why we live in the way we live in. Like, yeah. you know, if you think you don't have something and you think I do. Mm-hmm. You don't then, feel bad about taking it from me. You don't feel bad about stepping on me for my right. whole existence, me and my ancestors and my kids to come. Right. You don't feel bad because you don't think, you think, oh, you good. Right. So right. what do y'all know about us that y'all not telling us? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's, that's why I'm like, nah, mm. I don't believe nothing they tell me about. Um, I've experienced the negative sides of our culture, but the excellence mm-hmm. is is indeed what prevails and not only what prevails, but what has built culture. Right. You know, absolutely from the beginning. So, Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, so I'm out here. I'm like, yeah, I'm a soul. You a soul. We, we, um, have things to express within us that have nothing to do with buying a motherfucking Apple watch. That's what I'm saying. Not even a little bit, not even, (laughs) not even a little bit. I hear you. 
All right. So let's see. How about next sentence? Next one is if I could teach the world a lesson, just one, it would be to look for and choose joy. Mm. Um, that faith and worry are the same thing. Mm. They're both a belief. Mm-hmm. So exercising faith um, instead of worry and doubt, just believing, just expecting the better to come mm-hmm. will improve will improve your you you'll find the joy you'll find it's always there it's always there it's always there yeah my magic comes from my magic comes from my spirit mm-hmm. um the 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 spirit that's in this body mm-hmm. and it's called Jametta right now yes but um i don't know the spirit's name when it moves on you know mm-hmm. it will it will still be <laughs> and so it's just like mm-hmm. uh, that's where my spirit comes from my spirit my magic comes from source and mm-hmm. um I feel so blessed to feel that direct connection to source um not reliant upon um a religion or like mm-hmm. w- what name do you pray to because I feel like um I feel like I was raised Christian and mm-hmm. I read a whole lot of books mm-hmm. and I realized that, that they all saying the same thing with different cultural contexts and like yeah. different, different rules in the society and placed in the religion. But ultimately the higher source is living in everything. And I feel like as a kid, I had that innate feeling. I would, I would, mm-hmm. I would just be chilling with trees sometimes like trees, <laughs> everything mm-hmm. is alive. Yeah. Yeah, life is, and so th- that's where my magic comes from is is in knowing how magical it is. I love that that we are all even alive. I love yeah. that. I love that. Is there a word or a phrase that when you hear it and when you say it gives you power? A word or phrase. Or it could be a a melody for that matter. Goodness. Well, I wrote this song Mm -hmm. called Ain't Life Grand. And um, I I really love singing that song with the choir. It makes me feel like um, capable. Mm. Um, And and like... um, so it's not about everything being okay. It's it's uh it's about going through the test and being grateful for the test because they reveal to you other parts of your your character. But just mm-hmm. counting those blessings too. So ain't life grand? Mm. Uh, living in the sun, doing all you can to be better than you were yesterday. Mm. Life is divine. Nothing to cry about when I look around. Because even when the sun is going down, it's just another yesterday. Mm. That's what I say. And so it's like you get to see the nether day, like, it, you yeah. know, and it's like, ain't life grand? Like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. And like having uh, my mom is is uh, ailing now mm. and I've had older parents my whole life. Mm-hmm. And like, 
just I wonder how she would feel saying those words, mm. you know, ain't life grand. Mm-hmm. Would she be able to say that and be in a space of truth mm-hmm. until you get up out of here? Yeah. Like that's a, quite a testimony. Like, yeah. I'm doing all I can to be better than I was yesterday. Right. And um, moving forward with this thing. So I think that would be it. Yeah. That's powerful because it, the ain't life grand is the reminder that even if it ain't perfect, <laughs> it's still right. worthy of grace and gratitude and appreciation, even in its imperfections, even as it's continuing to go through cycles and changes and transformation. It's still a grand experience to be in it. It really is. People yeah. people in our society, we're so afraid of death mm-hmm. that you would think any kind of life would be something mm-hmm. you could be grateful for but right. but it's it's not often and so right. i feel like maybe with the right words it could be because um it is I agree. you know life is divine i agree yeah. so my last question for you is how did you show yourself love so far today self love is i slept in because it was my first off day this week <laughs> so hey Oh, I slept in an extra hour, and that was how I have been able to show my Turn love it off. for sleep, myself sleep, so sleep, far. Sleep, no, sleep like, is valuable. Oh, I'm, don't and that is probably the, the, the it's a very bold off. act of self-care sometimes to just turn the alarm off and let yourself rest, and let yourself rest, so. <laughs> I'm such a Taurus. I'm a Taurus like a mug. My <laughs> friends, if they listen to this, that's I go good. Laugh that's good. Because you said, "What did I do?" So the last thing I have for today, you is, like, at the I end slept. of this podcast, um, <laughs> I like to share a little message from this oracle deck that I'm working with called the Oracle of E. Is an E for everything, and it's a 52. It's a 52 card deck. So um, just pick a number between one and 52. Okay. Eight. Okay, cool. So the message on this card is all in. All systems are go. Whatever you do now, do not hold back. This is the perfect time to give it everything you've got. For every inch (laughs) you move toward your dream, the universe will move it 10 miles closer. It's time to raise the stakes and play your hand. Jump in. Ashe, there it is. (laughs) and you said something at the very beginning of our conversations which is you're here to witness and be witnessed and I love that because it's not about placating or fame or shit like that it's like you're here to just be witness to be exactly who you are and I love the revolution that you're creating by doing that I know that I feel inspired and empowered in myself to go through the rest of my day so I'm just grateful to be a witness of you doing your damn thing I love it (laughs) yay (laughs) 
It's time to wrap this up. And I just want to say very sincerely, thank you. You have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day. And I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them. Right now in this moment, I see the light. I see the love, the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity, and the pure joy that shines within each of you. And I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste.